everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. Today, we are very excited. We are back doing our movie rankings, our Hallmark movie rankings, where we bring one of our hall stars on that's a good friend of the podcast, and we rank their movies. So they're very brave to do this, and we're excited to have as our special guest this this week is Jesse Schramm is here. And Jesse, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> yes, we're so excited. And we also have Carrie's here. Hey guys. Hey, Jesse. So good to meet you and uh, talk with you today. I love it. Yes. I was telling you, I have no idea what to expect, but I'm very excited. Yes. (laughs) It'll be, it'll be wonderful. (laughs) We've had Jesse on a number of times. I think this is her fourth time, I believe coming on the podcast. So we love having her on here. And when we were thinking of people that we would like to do rankings on, you were one of the first people to come to our minds and uh, we, we pick people that we generally like their movies to do these these rankings. Otherwise that would be very awkward. And uh, so, yeah. (laughs) So if something's low, it's not necessarily that it's like terrible. It's just that not your lowest is what you're saying. You're like lower. (laughs) Right. 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 Okay. Good. Good. Good So, this is going to be fun. And what we did is we narrowed it down to seven films. Um, you have done the Hall of Fame movie. You did movies when you were younger on Hallmark, things like that with Jane Doe. So we didn't count any of those. So we're just right. starting the seven films that you were the lead in recent years. Awesome. I mean, I even forgot about that. I feel like it was a different lifetime ago when <laughs> yeah. it was... Though that series and smile as big as the moon and yeah. 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 It's it's like a different hallmark kind of. So I feel like it's sort of separate. Yeah, it really is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> do you, you can tell us, we'll keep it as our secret, but do you have, do you have a favorite? I mean, I have, I have favorites. I'm going to mm-hmm. make that plural. I would say Harvest Moon is one of my favorites because it was the first one that I did, the experience of it. It was all just so brand new. And it was my first time getting to be like the lead of a rom-com of a Hallmark movie. And it was such a such an intense schedule and way that we filmed it, but it was so much fun. And I didn't expect the product to be as what I felt what I felt it was good. So, you know, I didn't expect it to be as good as it came out. But mm-hmm. I I would say I have I have a couple favorites, but usually it's just because the experiences like it's hard to pick one. They've been all really really good. Mm-hmm. Now, what what about Harvest Moon was intense? You said there was kind of an intense um, thing about it just cuz it yes. was first or I think some of it was because it was my first, my first time kind of being a lead as well. Um, Hallmark shoots in like 15 days, a lot of these movies. So the schedule was something that I had to adjust to and being in literally every single scene um, because we did a city girl gone to a farm. We actually really dove into having a bunch of different looks. So literally the first day we were establishing all of these different looks. And I remember Jesse Hutch being like, isn't this so much fun? And I'm like, I don't have time to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So it was more and we filmed on a goat farm that was an hour outside of the city. So, you know, it was it was just an adjustment of of getting to take on more material and be involved in that. But also like 
being on the goat farm was amazing because you had all these goats that didn't make it into the movie, but you know, you got to be in nature, which was really fun. Yeah, so there you were got, just- you had to get all muddy and I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of my favorites too, because it had a lot of physical comedy that I got to try out and that we got to do in there. And there were just a lot of different elements that I feel like we got to play that aren't really normal in some of these films. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, I agree. You'll see, I have to say two on my list got perfect scores for me, which is very rare. Wow. I'm excited. I know which one. I know. So, and Carrie and I have not shared our list, so we don't know what each other has. So this is, yeah, it's very exciting. So my number seven is the Amazing Winter Romance. Okay. The Maze movie. And you were great in it. And the Maze was fun. I enjoyed that. I didn't really enjoy the other woman, kind of the love triangle element. Wasn't my favorite. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but it must have been fun to shoot at that maze. It was awesome. I was terrified when I got the script. Well, not terrified. That's like a very strong word. But I was really nervous that, you know, I remember talking to the director and just being like, all right, what kind of CGI are we using? You know, like how much of a maze will we have built? And he's like, no, this is actually a real maze. It's in the book of Guinness records and everything. And like the entire thing is real and we're filming in it. And so that to me was already exciting because then it brought just the authenticity of what we'll see on the screen a little bit more legit. I will say when you bring up like the other woman, that was something that we had a really hard time filming because in the script, it was written um, very, very pronounced as like, you know, this competition. And we're like, uh, we don't, we don't really want to play a competition here. And so it, it lent itself to a couple different areas of how we were going to play it. And that was something that was talked about whenever Melissa, um, who played the other girl, uh, she was on set. Like we had to have discussions of how far do we go with this? Because like, what's what's the point of the story? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you brought that part up because that was the only part we were kind of nervous about, to be honest. Yeah, because that's something that Hallmark has kind of moved away from is having sort of the caddy girlfriend, caddy ex, caddy kind of right. character. You don't really see that as much anymore. So maybe it just threw me a little off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What is your number seven, Carrie? Okay, so my number seven is Royal New Year's Eve. And I uh-huh. feel so bad about a number seven. Like we don't. <laughs> Like we said before, I hey, don't. If we're like starting it. at seven as the bottom. I feel great right now. <laughs> I don't like putting things at the bottom. I mean, but something has to be there. So Royal New Year's Eve. I mean, Sam Page is great. You are great in it. It's the Cinderella story. You have your moment with this beautiful dress you make. I just, I think that is so much fun. But um, yeah, it, it's my number seven. Yeah. Now, may I ask why? Like, what uh, am I allowed to ask these questions? Sure, I'm like, please. why was it number seven? I never <laughs> thought that one. Because, like, I'm, I'm like, should I have ranked the movies as well on which ones? <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, so I think maybe just personal preference for me. I, I don't love royal movies. Okay. I, I think that I think it's kind of a, you know, I don't know. It's it's not my favorite type of Hallmark movie out there. And so I, maybe that played into it a little bit for me, just kind of just being like, oh, a royal movie. But the uh, logistics of it, you're like, how does this prince come to a town and she and he and that kind of 
friends. He comes and he like, just he's bless his heart. I mean, he can't make any decision for himself. And he really is like in his 30s. And he's just feeling the pushback on that. <laughs> I mean, it is it, they are different movies, depending what age you're playing them at as well. Like it does add different elements when you're watching. Like I watch Sex in the City and go, it feels different watching it in my 20s than in my 30s. Like. Yes. Yes. It means something different. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, hey, that's my that's my uh, number seven. Okay, so that's my number six, and the I think the only reason is because especially that year, two thousand seventeen to two thousand eighteen, we got so many royal wedding royal movies because of the royal wedding right. that it was just kind of like overkill. <laughs> but I think it's perfectly cute. I like it. I, I think it's fun. And uh, I like your dress, the pink Thank dress. You. That one almost was not ready for the final, for like that shot in the movie. Like it was not complete. They were like still sewing it on me for that shot. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't done in the morning, the day that we filmed that. And by the time we got to it, it's like, the dress is on, it's ready. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is hilarious. And I had fun with Cheryl Ladd being very over the top. Oh, yeah. She was deliciously she evil. That made me think, oh, this is this totally is like they're leaning hard into this um, Cinderella story, you know, because she's yes. like, ooh, this wicked. She wasn't the stepmother, but this like, you know, wicked. It's boss. kind of like the devil yeah. wears Prada aspect. Like she was the boss that like was kind of cunning, and she. I mean, I. I think I loved, well, this is one of my favorite movies, not even so much of I enjoyed, I mean, I did enjoy watching it, but like, I just loved the experience. Everybody was just so charming. And it was just, again, such a great experience. So that's why I'm like, why, why is this your six? <laughs> um, pretend that this is out of like 50 instead of that. Yeah, no, that's like, right. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's, yeah, what's that's in my That mind. makes more sense. Carrie, what's your number six? Oh, yes. My number six is The Road to Christmas. Um, Whoa, really? Oh, no. That is shocking to me. I am shocked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Road I to think Christmas. it might be her, per- like one of her top 10 perfect, is what I'm gathering here. <laughs> oh, no. It probably is. Okay. That's, that's okay. Cool. Everyone can have their ranking. It's all good. <laughs> so, number six is The Road to Christmas. I do like the, what I like about you, Jesse, is you bring so much heart and so much humor to these roles that you play. Yeah. I, I just think you are one of the best comedic Hallmark actresses. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just do. And, and this one was a little serious. A little bit but you had those playful moments and those elements you know where a lot of different scenes in this and a lot of different sets it felt like right because the road trip oh yeah everything and it um, moved a lot yeah yeah so i mean it was it was a great movie it was for some reason it's just my number six i like yeah. i like some of these others better there we go so i mean my- you like my other movies more and i'm fine yeah. with that <laughs> So my four and five are very close. I went back and forth. They're basically a tie for four and five. And four only, I think, gets the bump because it's Christmas. And I like Christmas movies better. Um, So this one might be shocking. My number five is Country at Heart. And I I liked it. I really did. And I kind of liked the fact that it was a little less romance 
based than maybe the typical Hallmark movie. It was more about writing music and dreams and and uh, and playing music and all of that. And the the romance was more secondary. And of course, I love you and I love Niall Mater and Lucas Bryant. And I liked the music and I even li- I listened to it on Amazon uh, Amazon Music after. <laughs> but I just like the four other movies a little bit better. That's what it comes down to. That's <laughs> and I think it was it was maybe a tiny bit hurt by the fact that we had to build up for us twice and before we finally got to see it. And so the expectations were pretty high. I will say that the moving of it around on the schedule uh, for us actors as well, we're like, yeah, no, I'm sure happening. Like it, we that was a movie that we weren't sure if we were going to get to make it. And then when we were making it, I mean, the, the three of us, the entire cast and our director, Bradley, had such an amazing time going deeper in all of the music. And like, I think one of the, I, I love hearing you say that, you know, there was the focus on the music and where she was growing in her personal life and having the romance almost secondary, because that was something that we kind of focused on. And I know like, even in myself watching it back, I'm like, I need more romance. But at the same time, the whole goal was to make it, you know, that she was making these choices on her own. And then the ro- the man romance came in afterwards, as opposed to yeah. him being the driving source for the changes that she was making in her life. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really enjoyed that. And you know, they make so many movies that it's nice to have a little bit of a different, different, uh, a theme every once like, in a while. And under more understated. Like I feel like it moves a tiny bit more subtle as opposed mm-hmm. to a lot of the other movies that I've gotten to do for them. Yeah. Like it had a little bit more subtlety and softness in certain mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Did they ever explain to you at all why they kept moving it or is no. that a <laughs> <laughs> that was one like I I have no I have no idea and that was one like we'd email being yeah. like hey guys it's just us actors wanting to know like is it <laughs> happening tomorrow like is it going on because my dad told me <laughs> he went on the website and it's not there anymore crazy and it was just that thing of like we're we're moving around the schedule to give it the best time slot as possible and then you're like but the t- do it now do the time slot now. <laughs> We were, we right were. Right now is good because so we want to see it. Yeah. yeah. People want to. And I'm guessing like you set up like this podcasts or interviews or things like that. You set that up for your schedule. And that so- definitely makes it feel, I, I mean, I, I got to talk to a couple radio shows. We were doing publicity yeah. for it. And I think when schedules change, you you feel that pressure of everyone else and their schedules being involved. But it, it was less of the disappointment of that and more just kind of seeing online, you know, the fans being like, Hey, I was looking, I planned my Saturday around that, you know, and it was more going, Mm -hmm. we were Niall Lucas and I were just so excited about the movie and we were really proud of it. And like, I adore them so much. We loved making this, that we were just excited for it to be out there. So we just had to keep trusting and know that Hallmark had a plan and it was going to get the time slot that it needed to be seen in the way it needed to be seen. Well, it was kind of a mess for us as a podcast because we had interviewed you in September, 2019. And then we were just kind of, because I was trying to get ahead of things because I knew Christmas is coming and things are getting busy. And uh, and so then we kind of had it. And so I waited until there was re-airing of Road to Christmas 
and then posted it then. And, but then in May, in May, 2020, in May, 2020, we interviewed Niall and Rick Garman. And then it got much. Oh my gosh. I listened to it. (laughs) Just like, maybe we just, we're not going to have any, any interviews about the movie. Because we're like, maybe we curse it. And it was that weird thing of like, then when it finally did come out, people were like, do we say anything? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. To the fullest. But we knew that, you know, they had a plan and trust, obviously, whenever they want to put it. It was it was just hard because we were so anxious to share it that we needed to practice patience. So So Carrie, yeah. what's your number five? My number five is Amazing Winter Romance. And um, I think it's my five out of 50 because um, <laughs> you you hit it, the nail on the head there with the playfulness between the two of them. You know, they they were childhood friends and the, you really showed that well with the dares. You know, you kind of dared each other back and forth. And yeah. I mean, it's such a believable friendship that, it could have just been a beautiful movie with this friendship, you know? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, like that that relationship to me reminded me of friendships that didn't turn into romantic ones, but it reminded me of, you know, the different close uh, friends that I've had along the way. And so that was so relatable. And Marshall and I had so much fun. Like it was just, it was a great time filming it amongst the weather conditions and everything like that. But uh, you mentioned the Do I Dare and I had um, written and recorded a single called Do I Dare. And originally my friend Willow Stevens and I had written that for the movie. And, you know, it just turned out that it wasn't going to be a fit, but the song was written about just the whole thing of like, do I dare to take this comfortable thing into the next level? And that movie inspired so much. Very good. We just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. So we actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity problems in your relationship um, are not dealing well with things going on in your life and that's what therapy can be and whatever you need don't be ashamed because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better and that's okay it's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy and now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help better help is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you. Because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies Podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month of better at betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. That's betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. All right. So my number four is Nashville Christmas Carol. 
And I thought this was really fun. I mean, I love me a Christmas Carol. I, uh, I loved all of the, uh, I guess the ghosts of Christmas country, uh, past, uh, Kix Brooks and Winona Judd was delightful. Sarah Evans, uh, all the stars were really fun. You and Wes had nice chemistry. And, uh, I, I think that maybe the only thing that I kind of wish that I wish they had allowed you to really be a Scrooge, you know, to, and I understand it's Hallmark and everything, but, but I, I, cause you have a redemption. It's not like you stay that way. And it would have just, cause you were the nicest Scrooge archetype I've ever seen in a Christmas Carol movie. <laughs> like people were literally begging to work for you. Right. Just don't fuck right. <laughs> I don't want to leave. I want to keep working for you. And I'm like, I've never seen this in a Christmas Carol, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was, it was really fun. And the music was fun and yeah, I enjoyed it. So it's, it's number four. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's my number four as well. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle. Um, so yeah, that is my number four. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You didn't sing in this. I didn't. No. No. Okay. So this was a Christmas movie 2020, right after we see a country at heart. I wanted you to sing in this so badly. I'm like, <laughs> this she can sing. Like, give her her. So Wes Brown actually on set was like, I've sang in a movie. You just because it was I think Country at Heart actually premiered while we were filming Nashville Christmas Carol. So he's like, I watched it. You sing in a movie. He's like, I have the feeling that some of the people are going to be expecting us to sing in this movie. And we're the only ones that don't. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because Sarah Evans and Ray Lynn sing. Yes. Which, by the way, I mean, if we're going to choose who's singing, I'm going to say keep it to them. And that (laughs) they like were just I mean, that was a radio hit. We were watching them on set just being like, yeah, that's why you do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely could have. Yeah. So, I mean, that was it was such a fun movie with all of those stars in it and being the the Christmas Carol, this mo- this um, storyline that we love so much and just how they did that. I mean, some of these flashbacks were so heartbreaking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The script was di- and it's interesting because you're talking about um, being more of the Scrooge. And I know that they really wanted to show an arc of the character. And at the same time, there is a certain expectation when you're turning on a Hallmark movie, how deep you want to go into like the darker sides of things. And so, and you know, we still had a journey. It just wasn't Mm -hmm. typical Scrooge. Have have you ever seen a Divas Christmas Carol with Vanessa Williams? I haven't. Oh, you got to see it. It's so good. It's really? really good. And she plays a kind of Whitney Houston like uh kind of pop singer who's yeah. like a who is a true diva. It's very clever, very funny. Okay. And uh, so I, I maybe it was just my own expectation going into it uh thinking oh maybe this will be a country kind of version of sort of that kind of thing, but I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was very fun and uh and I thought it was impressive how you were able to pull it off, especially considering they were shot, you know, in the, in the COVID and, right. uh, you know, and you weren't able to do like the, this, the big, big stadium kind of, you know, scenes and things like that. So stadiums. I got a call on a Sunday right before we started filming that, you know, it, it turned out that I got to act a lot of the scenes with a lot of the actors, but because of COVID, we were actually filming in two different cities. And so not everybody can be in the same places. 
And I got a call from the director being like, okay, you know that there's going to be some green screen for the magical stuff. Uh, you're going to, you're going to be green screening with the other actors. And I was like, Oh, they're going to stand next to me. She's like, no, they won't be there. Oh, <laughs> oh. so all my stuff with all the, I'm excited to work with Kimberly, you know, I know not kicks drove all the way out to North Carolina. So that was amazing. But, and it turned out I got to do most of the scenes with the actors, but there were, there were a decent amount of scenes where you're acting by yourself on a green screen because COVID just um, changed the way we had to do things. And the script was so much larger with way more audience members, way more activity, a lot mm-hmm. more, a lot more people involved that normally we would be able to accomplish, but had to, had to change due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my, Number three, I really, really like. I really don't have that many flaws about it, but like I said, my top two are perfect scores. Uh, So my number three is Harvest Moon. And I really love it. And I especially like the way that your character, I think, could have been very unlikable mm-hmm. um, in different, if, if it wasn't carefully written and carefully acted by you, um, because she is such a diva uh, and uh, she, she can be kind of selfish, but she's also kind of sweet and naive and trying her best to figure this out. Most of her problems are not really her fault. And she's trying to to make things work <laughs> with what she has left. And uh, so you kind of feel for her because, again, it's not her fault. And I, you know, it's just the two Jesse movie. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And <laughs> all on set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love Lila. I Lila Fitzgerald is so lovely. And uh, overall, I just think it's a really fun fun movie. I, I really like the ending with the proposal and everything, and that's really yeah. fun. And so, yeah, it's one of the better autumn movies, I would say. What about you, Carrie? What's your number three? My number three, you're gonna die. Uh, it's the birthday wish. Uh-huh. Rachel, <laughs> I know Rachel. <laughs> um, I love the birthday wish. I love it, love it, love it. I think that. Um, like, okay, so if the Nashville Christmas Carol didn't have any looking into the future, ghost of Christmas future, whatever, this one is all about that. Like, she gets right. this vision for the future and is super surprised that Dave, whoever this Dave guy is, she didn't even really know him. <laughs> but he was so awesome. He was such an awesome character. He was so kind-hearted and, like, for her to discover the softness in herself along the way was just really precious. And he was a fun part of that. And so this was just a great movie. I love The Birthday Wish. Oh, that makes me so happy. Luke is, he just walks around with a twinkle in his eye. Like what a cool human, but also too, like he just adds a different element to the scenes and was so was so able to play with the fun of a lot of that. Because that's another movie that has a lot of, physical comedy or comedic moments and you're playing with magic and flash forwards and have no idea how that's going to turn out. And he was, he was an actor that was fun to commit to those moments with. Like that was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter DeLuise directed both Harvest Moon and Birthday Wish. And so he was my intro to getting to do these leading lady parts on Hallmark. And I just adore him. The man knows what he's doing and he knows how to, 
he knows how to help create the stories in a different way. So I love that both of you guys matched up with a Peter D. Louise movie. <laughs> yeah. He, he, we need to get him on the podcast eventually because yeah. he's a legend. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Uh, so my number two is Road to Christmas is my number two. And I love this movie. I gave it a perfect score when it came out. Uh, it was my favorite of that year of uh, 2018 i love zach's script i loved the whole road trip element of it i loved uh the whole cast uh, i really especially love cardi wong and rebecca staub there i mean i loved interviewing both of them on the podcast they're two of my favorites um but uh but i you know i love that and i uh I love the whole idea of the three brothers and uh, them uh, coming back together again for their mother. And I mean, this is a movie where the Terrell Rothery character has people working on Christmas and yet she's still, uh, she's still a good character. That, is that, yeah. that takes some writing right there. <laughs> no, right, but, right. That's usually the ultimate ability is to make people work on Christmas. Uh, but I don't know. I just really, I love the, I love the ending. I, I love the whole scene with in the shelter with the, with the puppies and the little kittens and, yeah. and I don't know. And I love the little, the obstacle course <laughs> that they have to do, you know, the, <laughs> that was the my snow. favorite part of filming mm-hmm. is, is all those reactions are real. All of yeah. us can feel competitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean even the the lady who's like everybody go everybody leave (laughs) (laughs) crazy lady she was funny i just really every once in a every year i feel like there's always that one script where you can tell like oh this is a newcomer somebody Mm -hmm. who hasn't done any of the hallmark scripts because they have like an energy and a humor that uh, you don't always see and uh and like this was definitely that that year for Zach. I thought it was such a, a lovely script, and uh, and like Miss Christmas was Joie's year uh, when when that that year, uh, and this year was delivered by Christmas was to me the one that uh, was the new writer who just was was so charming, yeah. and uh, and so yeah, I loved this one. I loved the ending. Um, I loved you singing in the ending because the thing about when you sing a Hallmark movie, you don't try to like, ooh and ah it like, ooh, you know, <laughs> you just sing it like a normal human, which I like. <laughs> oh, Cardi and I sat, I'm sure it annoyed the rest of the cast very much, but we were like, we're going to sing a song. Okay. Do you want to play the ukulele? Okay. Let's practice. And like the two of us would just like go in another room in the basement of the house, just being like, again, let's do it again. And like, we're like, okay, today's the day we're singing that song. And it was of course, like at the end of a 12 hour day and you're, they're like, go. We're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And I love that. Have you yeah. Merry Little Christmas is my favorite yeah. uh, Christmas song. And uh, so I, I don't know. I just, I just really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And like the cast was really special in that one. Mm -hmm. That was really, I mean, I've lucked out to have just great cast, but like Cardi, Terrell, Chad, like everybody was able, Jeff was able to bring all these different elements to it. And it was different. You know, it had different elements. And right when you thought you knew where it was going, it had the littlest bit of a twist that was like, oh, okay. I like that fulfillment Mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. Yeah. It It was really good. What is your number two? 
Carrie. My number two is Country at Heart. Country oh. at Heart. I loved it. I thought it was great. Now, I did not, I was not aware of all of the, um, the backstory with it, you know, being changed on Hallmark and people <laughs> anticipating it. And I kind of came onto the scene a little later. And so I was really just able to watch this with um, nothing, no preconceived notions in my head. And I really enjoyed it. The whole storyline, the strength of your character, she's going after her dreams. And yet she also kind of doubts herself a little bit too. You know, she hasn't had a lot of that. She's had some success, but not the success she wants. And um, anyway, I, I loved it. I, and I'm usually here for the romance, but this one was such a good story. And um then there was that really nice romance at the end, but I think it's set up for like a sequel, you know, like, yeah. So that we're like, we're continuously crossing our figure fi figures, <laughs> fingers. Uh, <laughs> we're continuously crossing our fingers because we, we see the potential of, of where more story could go. Maybe a Christmas album, you know, we would, we would love to embark on those stories and those journeys because it's a love story between two friends. It's a love story between, you know, the new relationship. And I think I, that would, you know, if it wasn't Harvest Moon, I would say making Country at Heart was my favorite because it also felt almost most personal in the sense of here's a character in the age that she is that's been doing what she's been doing forever. And, you know, sitting there going, is this worth it? And, you know, I am in the acting business. So I pretty much every other week I'm going, is this worth it? Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's it, it felt like a, a closer story to my heart, to be honest. And I know like my sister told me, she's like, I always enjoy your movies, but I got to see you in country at heart more. So that was fun for me. And of course, every script has its challenges of how you figure out what parts you want to put forward. And I felt like it was just a really collaborative team of really talented people. And I really enjoyed doing that one because it was, it was a little bit different from the others. Yeah. yeah. But it was so genuine and, and to hear the way you put that just now, you know, that it was a little more closer to the heart, like, mm -hmm. yes, you could see that you could tell that. And the audience, I think really loved that about this movie. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah, if we can get five wedding march movies, we should be able to get two country at heart weddings. Come on. Yeah. I mean movies. You know, I'm just gonna say Twitter's a powerful, you know, mo <laughs> mobile, whatever you want to say. Yeah. So put in if you're listening to this, do hashtag country at heart two and hashtag Jesse ranking. And we'll, <laughs> you're not gonna be great. All right. So my number one we all know is the birthday wish is my favorite. It would probably be in my top three non-Christmas Hallmark movies ever. Wow. I love this movie. I think that the script is so solid. And I I think the, I like the idea because a lot of times they do these family man kind of concepts where they go into, they see this alternate reality or whatever. But the problem with those movies, and I enjoy them, but the problem is that they, you get all invested in this world that's not real like that's not there are no kids there are no you know and so then it's like oh when it ends it's kind of like ah, they're all right. gone um so <laughs> but with this it, it, yes this was so clever to just have it be like a little glimpse mm. of the life that she could have and it starts making her think about her life and how uh, how she 
has kind of taken things for granted what she uh she had this plan uh and i mean to the marcus rosner character's credit like he was going on the plan that they had right and then all of a sudden she changes because she gets this glimpse of what she could have Mm -hmm. and she starts to see things in a whole new way and he is not willing to adapt Mm -hmm. to this new person that she's becoming which i think is so real and that happens in relationships all the time and uh so i think that uh it's it's just really good also i'm a little bit scared of dogs so i really did that part of the character (laughs) uh, um and i yeah luke mcfarland's so charming when he brings you that giant cookie i mean come on forget about it okay that's another one like that's one of my i have i mean i feel like all of them are my favorites but it's like that's another one where if I were to watch that one back, I find myself being entertained while watching the story. And I really mm-hmm. like, and the different elements that are in there. And I really, I really love how it turned out. But again, the process of it, the script was really solid. And I remember talking, I always talk to the director before getting, getting to do these. And I was like, so give it to me straight. How are we doing the magic? Like, how are we going to so do clever. this? Are we just going to do like, is the camera going to tilt different ways and be black and white and slow-mo? Like, please, what's your vision? And I just remember him laying it all out to me. And he's amazing because he sat down and like went through the script with me and any concerns that were there. And it just, yeah, I would say that that's like one of my favorite as well, because it felt like a lot of solid stamps being made and Mm -hmm. it's entertaining. And I know like my nanny loves it. That's my grandma. So. Oh, that's so nice. I also, and I love birthday wish. Yeah. So. I also like the fact that you're good at your job and you don't have to sort of apologize for being good at your job. Like right. in a lot of Hallmark movies, you, you have kind of the ice queen of business and uh, you know, you've got to go to the country to be reformed and you didn't really have to hear like you were good at being a director and you right. stayed being good at a director. It was just, <laughs> you just uh, had a, a new uh, idea of what uh, the relationship you could be in, and yeah. at the end, it's so cute with him with that monkey hat. I mean, come on! And the kids. Oh, what talk about being scared? This was one of the moments where, like, the day is ending, the sun is going down. Oh, and we also had Barbara, who was in Harvest Moon, played yeah. my mom in Birthday Wish, which was super fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so we had it where. We had two younger girls that, you know, were playing our daughters and they were in the minivan and they bring out this massive dog. I need to post some behind the scenes photos of this dog. Its face was like three times mine. And like, that's a (laughs) tiny bit of an exaggeration, but not much. But like this dog was massive. And this poor little girl might've been like five or six. She's strapped into the minivan and, you know, we have to move fast. The sun is going down. We need to meet our day. And Peter's like, get the dog in the van. And all of a sudden you just hear screaming. The dog is just like, and it's trotting. It was such a friendly dog, but it was just like trotting towards the minivan. And you see this little girl's eyes be like, I'm not sitting next to that thing. Oh no. How did her and her sister traded seats so <laughs> she sat next to the dog and you know we had a moment where they say hello and all of that but it's like it also is that good reminder of sometimes you forget you're moving so quickly that there are 
initial steps you need to take before introducing anyone, not just a kid, to an animal. Oh, true. Goodness. I also think it's so funny when he gives you that that like computer ring. I loved the sequence where Marcus's character, like all the different things. I remember Peter's like, all right, so you're looking in your food for it. It's not there. And like, he was just, he's so, again, you could tell I love him so much. He just like the different directions of, okay, they're bringing out a plate, Jesse. Now I want you to like, tell me how you feel about this. And just like all the different ideas that were there. And then finally that ring. Like, I remember looking at it on set being like, what is this? What? <laughs> What do you mean? And like now we wear it as a watch, but you know, like what do you mean? (laughs) It was so funny. I love that. I have a computer on my finger and it's (laughs) not my engagement ring. Because I had a problem with it being like, well, you know, why is she all about needing to get engaged? And Peter's like, well, this is part of her plan. And that's what we just, you know, you have to figure out ways of making things important to you that maybe aren't what you personally look on the page and go, that's important to me. So he's like, this is part of the plan. And I love that you had said, like there were little flash forwards to just go, Hey, you can make some adjustments if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why it's, it's really good. I think it's, I think Julie's script is just chef She's kiss. So good. So, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Carrie, what is your number one Jesse Shram movie? My number one Jesse Schramm movie is Harvest Moon. (laughs) It is just a classic. It is a classic, classic movie, Hallmark movie. Um, The Riches to Rags storyline is just the best. I mean, you are so funny in that. And kind of like Rachel said, you know, none of this is really her fault, but and even being a little brat kind of isn't her fault. That's how she was raised, you know what I mean? Like right. at the beginning. But then throughout the whole movie, she finds such a depth of character and a strength of character. And she's like, has these creative ideas for business and she wants to help people and she loves helping people, even that if that's a little misguided sometimes. Like, right. She's, just, she's such a likable character to me. And I I love it. I just love it. I had taken... Um, Kind of like the legally blonde Elle Woods with um, a Goldie Hawn overboard kind of thing. It's <laughs> like almost the the vibe of what we were going for. And I remember Peter telling me, he's like, what I really want to do with this character, he's like, it's interesting from other things because your character is obviously changing and evolving during this, but you don't go to the farm and you're not changed. The farm is changed because you went there. He's like, so you bring in yourself to it. And I was like, oh, that's that's a really interesting viewpoint. And Ron Oliver, who's a big director for Hallmark, this was actually one of his scripts. And when I had gotten it, I only had up to, I think it was only the first act that was done when I was like, cool, yeah, I'll do that movie. Let's do this. And got on a plane and then got the rest of the script while we were there. But it just had so many elements that were just so much fun right off the bat where you go, this is a classic story. Now, how can we how can we tell this and make it special and add all those things that we love, but make it new? Yeah. 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 Well, it worked. It- <laughs> 
And it's like, yeah, because it's something that, you know, there's so much thought and so much that goes into filming every process that it's, it's fun to hear your guys' thoughts. And, you know, everybody has different things that they like or dislike. So it's super fun to, to hear from you guys. Before we go, we asked our Twitter followers uh, what their top three Jesse Schramm uh, movies were. And we had a lot of different answers. So it's really fun. And so I wanted to share some of them. We got so many. I can't share them all, but wanted to share them with you guys. So starting, we had Michelle Benson, our good friend. She says, "Birth the birthday wish, the road to Christmas and Harvest Moon. So same as me. Perfect. Just <laughs> yeah. exactly same as you. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Alex LaFosse says, Harvest Moon, uh, Amazing Winter Romance and Road to Christmas. Uh, the fly easy and free says birthday wish road to Christmas and reluctant nanny. Don't think that's Hallmark though, which is correct. Oh. <laughs> it's not Hallmark. That's for sure. But, um, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, my, Michael Stella says Nashville Christmas Carol country at heart and birthday wish. Very nice. Uh, Caroline Richardson, our very good friend. She says birthday wish harvest moon road to Christmas. Uh, Anne, our very good friend, says Road to Christmas, Country at Heart, and Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Iyer says Road to Christmas, The Birthday Wish, Amazing Winter Romance. Uh, and Tani says Birthday Wish, Road to Christmas, Country at Heart. Uh, our friend James says Birthday Wish, Her Best Performance, Country at Heart, and Harvest Moon. And says I doubt anyone else could have made this work the way she did. Yeah. So uh, what do you think overall of our rankings? I mean, I love them. I will say like, I think it's, it's so fascinating. And of course, like you said, it's out of 50. No, I'm kidding. It's interesting because I mean, one of the things like that, I, I just, I love hearing the reasons why you like or dislike a movie or what the holes were in the movie, because I'm looking at it kind of exactly as you guys are of like, wait, why is that happening? Or what was that? Or I love this part. And everybody has the things that they like or dislike and mean something more to them. So I just love hearing thoughts and opinions. And like, I mean, you guys are very gentle on any holes that there were in any stories, but like, but it's uh it's so much fun to hear and i appreciate you guys wanting to talk to me about the movies and hear more about you know behind the scenes with them yeah this was really really fun and thank you so much for being a good sport and coming on doing this we really appreciate it it was great and uh so we'll be excited hopefully we get some projects from you coming up or i don't know if there's anything that you have to to have coming up that you want to talk about or Nothing to promote yet, but I'm okay. excited for, for future and to talk to you guys again and to, yes. to get ranked some more. All right. That'll be great. <laughs> well, do you have social media you'd like to share? Yes, I have my Instagram and my Twitter as Jay Schrammer, which is basically just J, my last name, E-R. Um, and then also there's a Facebook, Jesse Schramm. Great. We'll have all that in the description section. And Carrie, where can people find you? Um, People can find me on Instagram at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. 
great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out and uh, make sure you're following the podcast all over uh, social media. And uh, if you are listening on iTunes, please give us a great rating. We would really appreciate it. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. And thank you again, Jesse. We very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> all right. We did.